Oh, thank you. Hey, everyone. Before we get this episode started, also, <laughs> I wanted to sound like a YouTuber. That's why I started off with, hey, everyone, like, subscribe below. You know how YouTubers are. Okay, but before we get started, I want you to know we are going extra big with the all-star season of Vulnerability Time podcast. So, guess what? We got video podcast. So, click in the episode description below if you wish to watch the video of the podcast as well. It'll be a YouTube link, so you can go ahead and get it going and get watching it. Make sure to follow, like, subscribe below. (laughs) Such a YouTuber, right? Anyways, folks, enjoy the episode. Josias Abril, and with us we have an all-star, Julie's back, whatever, you know she was going to come back, <laughs> we love it, okay. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so while Julie, so we don't really know what we're going to talk about today, we just know it's going to be good. Um, Period. But while Julie looks over whatever I sent her on Instagram, I wanted to just go ahead and fangirl while she does that. So y'all, Julie <laughs> is in a beautiful relationship, she's, <sighs> y'all oh, Thank you. Shit. Yes, y'all remember when she first came on the episode um, in season one and like the growth to what we see now? Y'all have to go follow her on Instagram so y'all can also see this growth. And I'm just loving it, seeing her live her best life. I just... (laughs) Well, thank you. I've been been in an era of healing and... And also, I mean, I've I've always been I've kind of always been in my era of healing, but like right. in a different way, if that makes sense. Like, right. I've been a, I've been in, I was in an era of like individual healing, healing from like past wounds and stuff like that, and like verbal and emotional abuse. But now I'm in like a relationship healing era where like now those like toxic traits that I was used to. Yeah. I'm, and the toxic traits within myself, because let's be honest, we're all a little toxic, you know, toxica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, now we're working through that. Like, yeah. how it works. Because, like, a lot of people are like, tell me or have told me in the past, and even now I hear it, it's like, you shouldn't be in a relationship if you're not fully healed, which is partially true, I feel like. It's Christ. partially true. Yes, it's partially true. Yes, you should be healed before you're in a relationship. However, like, you can't be, there's no, like, there's no such thing as fully healed in a relationship. Because you have to be in a relationship to, like, experience the toxic parts of yourself because you're a different version of you in a relationship. Let's just be fully honest. So, like, (laughs) yeah, so, like, when people tell me that, it's just like, yeah, but, like, you learn different things about yourself when you're with a person because, like with your person, they're gonna bring out other parts of you. Yes. And that's gonna be great parts of you and it's gonna be shitty. Let's just be fucking honest. It's gonna be shitty. Yes. Uh, oh my god. But before we get into that, how have you been, my love? Okay. You've been okay? How's life? How's school? Cause listen, we've been struggling. This world is one hell of a world to live in. Yeah, one thousand percent. So here's the scoop. Two things. One <laughs> Julie, you just gave me all kinds of life with what you just said because I was literally just talking about this yesterday with my best friend. And when I was having some self-reflection time, um, I was thinking about these things and I was like, 
So we can get into that after I answer your question. But um, what also I'm gonna do before I answer your question, I can, your episodes are always fire. So um, I know I'm gonna struggle to find a advertisement soundbite because there's gonna be just so much good things. Um, oh shoot, are you frozen? <laughs> okay, she looks good though. She looks good though on this frozen uh, clip. But, um, see okay so folks so like while she gets back unfrozen i'm gonna go ahead and stall and answer her question so how am i doing woof so the other day um um the other oh okay julie's back here we go Okay, you're back. Hello. Oh my God. Can you? Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess um, the other. There we go. All yeah, right. I took Sorry it out. About that. Okay. You know, it's, so, it's raining here in Houston. The technical difficulties. It's just the internet is in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I stalled. I stalled fabulously. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> yes, I love that. So, um, how I'm doing? Um, mm -hmm. I'm healing. I just I love when I because I tend to heal in layers. Um, right. Makes sense. And folks on here know that I struggle with suicidal ideations. Like that's just a right. part of my mental illness. Um, it, it's a part of it. So I definitely had to reach out to my support group a couple days ago because I was mm -hmm. like really, really, really close, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that um, is how I'm doing in that area, if I'm being honest. And then Let's see, I'm also realizing that I'm starting to heal from physical abuse. Um, Cause Amazing. I tend to heal in, yeah, I tend to heal in layers. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, you know, so it's That's just okay. like, I can just tell like when my higher power is about to help me heal from something new, like what happens is at least for like some months to a year, like my higher power, um, they will like put it, notice I said they, period. They'll, yes. Like, put it in my head um, and I'll, they'll start to help me connect to some roots. Oh my God, Julie froze again. We love a good technical difficulty. We love that. Um, let me message her really quick. Um, <laughs> but we can get into day folks. So, okay, so this is what I think we're going to talk about. So I had an epiphany, a revelation about loneliness the other day. And when it comes to like relationships and then that whole societal matrix of, oh, you know, if you don't love yourself, then you can't love someone else. Hmm. I got, I got, I got a, a different argument and perspective on that that I need to point out and then also when it comes to just being vulnerable in that aspect of loneliness and then that whole relationship aspect I got some things to say about that and I would love to know uh, people's opinions about it and so um we love the 
Julie's All right, back. This should, this, should be the, this should be the last time. I'm so sorry. It's, <laughs> it's okay. not the last time. I'm so sorry. It's, it's, this is part of the house that I'm in. It's really I crazy. am stalling very, very well. So I was telling people, <laughs> I was telling people what I think we're going to talk about. Um, so, okay. So I would love to talk about actually the whole mm -hmm. concept of loneliness and the stigma behind it. Um, I'm gonna get everything out first, and I want you to just show your share your perspective after this. <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, and the reason why I gotta get everything out first is because I will forget because this is a new like deep revelation, so it's right. really recent. So I forget. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. So when it comes to the whole idea of loneliness, one that is that has such a stigma. Now, loneliness literally does psychological harm to an individual. Um, we see that majority of males, I think it's about 64% are lonely. Um, currently, uh, I don't know if it's globally or if it's just in the United States, but um, the experience of loneliness, feeling that loneliness, not being single, loneliness and you can be in a relationship and still be lonely you know i agree yes and so um i at least from what i've experienced from the societal matrix and my higher powers helped me to see this also i'm gonna uh, i want to after this i want to talk to you a little bit about like the higher powers thingy um, yeah for sure everybody's good let's just say that um i'll tell you a little <laughs> bit more about it um yeah, so at least from what I've experienced, especially being on social media, you know, there's a stigma with just expressing that you feel lonely or that you're lonely. There's a stigma like, oh, you're weaker or something like that, or right. something's wrong with you, right? And that's even though actually, even though you're not, you are a right. human, and we experience loneliness. That's just exactly and you're a human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and human beings like that's how we like we meet each other. Like, that's how we came from, like, the caveman days to whatever the fuck this modern age is. So much going on with this modern thousand age. thousand percent. A thousand percent agree. One thousand percent agree. I'm not ready for election time. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ready for election time. Uh, I'm honey. <laughs> yeah, I'm deleting YouTube. I'm, I don't turn on the news anyway, but I will not be, I will stay far away from all that negativity that they're strategically about to bring. I think it's a Oh, strategy. honey, yeah, no, trust me. I All the conspiracy theories that I've been hearing and all the things that I've oh talked God, about yeah. amongst my peers, it's it's absolutely insane. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just trying to live my little old life in this little world. I'm just trying to be peaceful. I'm just trying live to be comfortable exactly. and take care of myself and exist <laughs> peacefully without stress. Like, exactly, exactly. Too much to ask. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't want to get on topic because I'll forget. There's something. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go pop off this. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it. Something I said about Congress. So, like, it just seems like they all just hate each other in there. I just feel like it's a negative aura in there. I'm like, it's nothing but drama and chaos in there. And I'm like, oh my God, like, do y'all miss high school that much? <laughs> no, for real. I'm just like, bro, am, I, am I talking to high schoolers or am I talking to adults? Like, exactly. Um, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, Julie like, for president. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, and this is something that like I forgot exactly what I was gonna say. I'm gonna be honest, but that's okay because 
we love good ADHD. This is vulnerability time. Listen, okay. yeah, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna get on topic. We're gonna get on topic. It's okay. We'll get back. Exactly. And okay, so like the societal matrix, it's like it's not okay to feel lonely. Like this is the thing. I know people say, and I know this is this is I know this is debatable, but when people say you can't love your you can't love someone else and and tell you love yourself. I think that that is a reality. I just don't think that that's everybody's reality. Oh my God, y'all! Julie's frozen again. That's okay, cause I'm 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 about to spit some fire. <laughs> Julie's back. Julie's back. My God, I hope this stops happening. I'm so sorry. It's, it's okay. <laughs> you literally didn't miss anything. But that whole thing of you can't love someone else until you love yourself. I think that that is a reality, but that's not everybody's reality. People are like individual and. In life, there's so many people that are taught to hate themselves. And it's just like- Yes, a thousand percent, yes. Exactly, so I'm like, you know, like, if someone's taught to hate themselves, they can also be taught to love themselves. And it's just right. like, you know, yeah. So it's just like, maybe someone coming along, you know, this person will still be able to receive that love even though they hate themselves. And that could be the healing that they need. And then there are some people, you know, they like don't like themselves. So they're in a spot where they can't receive. They project right. the hate that's going on inside. So it's just like, yeah, that statement of like, oh, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. I think that that is a reality for some, but that's not everyone's reality. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's, it it, can't, it can't be humans. something that's applied to everybody. Right. Um, and like it's and it's not a definitive true fact 100% concrete type thing like it, yeah yes. like you said it's a reality for some people but for some others it's it's not it's, it's harder it's harder right and exactly and that's what I was gonna get at you hit the nail right on the head um is when it comes to humans I've learned recently that it is almost impossible to generalize because Unless you have met literally mm -hmm. every single human on this earth and heard their experience. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. it's just like, right. And so this whole, um, so that's what I'm thinking. I was just like, and that's the thing. Like, yes, you can love yourself. This is another thing. You can have self-love, but that's not the answer and the solution to everything. It, you right. can love yourself. However, it's also a different type of love when you have another person loving you. Oh, well. absolutely. Yeah, yes. I, I somewhat think it's like, I might get like heat for this, but it's innately, I feel like it's somewhat selfish to just think that only because you love yourself that it's enough for a relationship. Like you have to be able to extend that, that self-love to your partner and you have to understand that like they have their own needs too. Um, I have a story about that. Um, later but yes, yeah it's like you you, 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 right need, you need to yeah you need to be able to to just think outside of just yourself right exactly um, it's yeah it's partnership and then, you know? yeah and, and it's just like I, i've seen from the societal matrix that is my favorite word um for about a couple weeks now that we're matrix the societal yeah. matrix that box mm -hmm. that we're taught to be in um excuse me, conditioned to be in as well. Right. And that involves so much. Um, is that if you love yourself, you won't need um, someone else to love you. Like, you can be independent. And I was just like, that is not, like, you can be single and love yourself, but 
that's self-love. That, that That's different than someone else loving you. Yeah, so absolutely. Right. So it's like, yeah. you can love yourself and still need, you know, a romantic partner. And that's the thing. Me. I, I dare to say the word need because we're human beings. We are communal, right. verbal beings, you know, mm-hmm. and we impact each other. So I dare to say, no matter how desperate this sounds, I'm learning to break out of the societal matrix. We need mm-hmm. each other. And, Absolutely. Right. And it's just like we need that we need that romantic part as well. Like there's nothing yeah. wrong with needing that. Like I think that a lot of people I'm just gonna throw the societal matrix. That's what we're gonna be talking about when I Yeah, let's go, let's, let's go for it. it. The societal matrix, this is what I've noticed, um, and it kind of ties into toxic positivity. It's the same principle of mm. when something's uncomfortable, um, we're like, we kind of like, oh no, but this, or here's the problem to that. Here's the problem mm-hmm. solving. Because it's too uncomfortable to to have the space to be uncomfortable uncomfortable i've actually been struggling with that um yeah not struggling but like that's something that i struggle with and that um uh it will tie back to that story i was gonna yes. tell later but right yeah now, like so you it's don't forget oh honey it was something i just talked about in therapy about an hour ago <laughs> so um so <laughs> definitely will not be forgetting that uh, <laughs> <love> that. <laughs> but um, yeah, being being able to be uncomfortable um, and learning to uh, like regulate in the uncomfortableness, the word for that, whatever that word is for that discomfort. Um, yeah. Like people are so, this applies to my job as well. Like and people are so quick to come up with solutions because they don't want to be uncomfortable. And I just go like, as someone that is a quick problem solver in relationships, I like to solve things immediately, but my partner is not that kind of person. Like you just need to be able to learn to be uncomfortable and sit in that and allow other people to process things the way they process it. Just like how you need to, you have your own processes to things. Right, exactly. Um, That's the thing we, we, there needs to be more space to be uncomfortable because at the end of the day, there is so much growth in the uncomfort. You know, I agree. There's so much. Yeah, and so it's like, um, <clears throat> I think <clears throat> the societal matrix, you know, they don't, it's, we're not conditioned to, um, <clears throat> we're, we're just trying to find a solution to the uncomfort without giving the space for the uncomfort to feel itself out, to do what its purpose is. Something I've also noticed is that when it comes to grieving, and in this context, we can breakups, but grieving is just a loss of anything that you're used to. And good things and bad things, when there is a loss, there has to be a grieving process. And I'm gonna go a little bit deeper into that is, I see it kind of like, I'm gonna use this analogy or parallel, whatever the word is. It's, <laughs> it's like milk. Milk has an expiration date. You know right. what I mean? Um, now, when it hits that expiration date, you know, you can drink the milk one or two days after. It's probably not gonna hurt you. It might, it might not. Now, if you drink that milk a month or two after, it's going to hurt you. You know? Yeah. And so, what I mean by this is, 
that milk can be, you know, the things that come with the breakup. That process of having to quote-unquote get over someone. And this is the thing, everybody, um, when it comes to those things, everybody has a different expiration date with the pain that comes with the breakup. You know what I mean? That missing that person. And so it's like some people, the, the milk, the milk in this, oh my God, Julie froze again. The milk in this, um, here, I'll wait for Julie to come back on. Okay, there she is. We just okay. wanna keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So let me, okay, maybe let me try to make this make sense again. Okay, so. Um, Everybody has a after, different expiration date for sure. Correct. And so it's just like, we gotta give other people and ourselves the space to grieve the loss of someone. You know, the milk um, is symbolic to all that grieving that comes with a breakup. You know, the missing the person, the feeling desperate, the feeling lonely, all right. of that. And I realized that it's not healthy to tell someone so quickly to get over something because Oh everyone, yeah, for sure. Right, every pain has an expiration date, but every pain also serves a purpose. And some people, that that pain to quote unquote get over someone, it's gonna last a year. It might last two years. Some people it might last three months. If someone got over someone within a day, I would love to meet them and then ask them why they're lying. You know, <laughs> um, you know seriously, so, I I would love to know that same same thing <laughs> right i'm just like did you really feel to heal you're grieving something important to you allow yes. yourself yes. to grieve it's okay if you don't quote unquote get over someone in the instant and that's also the thing i i learned recently um that i'm gonna take away that statement in my life that get over because that's the thing we gotta get through we gotta grow through something we can't get over it we're that 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 hurdle is still gonna be there. Like we gotta mm -hmm. grow through it. We gotta get through mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? We the obstacles get... will never go away. You don't you don't just right. get over something. You exactly. Uh, you gotta yeah. heal. You gotta For process. Sure. You gotta you know because at the end of the day, like you, we just you know invalidated and push it under the rug in the name of quote unquote getting over it, and we're just lying to ourselves. Yeah. Healed and forgave. For like, sure, it's gonna come back up if you don't. Yeah, something that I've home. I've learned through like therapy and like self worth, self worth, self work, um, and also self worth, um, yeah. is like getting over something or teaching yourself to get over something. You're kind of doing yourself a disservice, right? Um, people think that getting over things is that you're strong enough to just move on from the the situation, whether it's a breakup or a death or or losing a job or anything like that like you need to get over it and that that's uh, a sign of strength yeah um okay yeah. okay uh, that's a that's a, that's a sign of strength and to me that really is a sign of uh i don't want to say weakness but it's not a sign of strength for right, sure it's not a sign of strength uh, exactly it it's takes not, yeah, not a sign of strength problems it takes yeah strength same, same thing with like any negative connotating emotion emotion whether it's like sadness or or anger uh, yeah. people see that like if you are quick to be sad or if you are feeling sad about something or if you're feeling angry about something or if you're feeling disheartened that's a sign of weakness but it's not a sign of weakness i i i 
would argue that it's a sign of strength processing those emotions and going through the work because you're 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 pushing through that obstacle to get to the other side right metaphorically speaking right right um and i don't like that whole like toxic stigmatism of like right. if you're sad or if you're lonely if you feel lonely if you feel right. any of these negatively connotated words that you are innately weak which is right. i think the quite opposite um that just shows that you're human <laughs> right exactly we're not robot we're not robots we don't we don't yeah we're not robots we don't right. operate on a schedule you know what i mean maybe some people do but that's definitely not me i would love to know how that schedule works you know what i mean right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. I love what you said. Yes, because this is the thing. Like facing the uncomfort is so much strength because you're facing it head on. You're not running from it, and it's just like mm-hmm. I know, especially last generation. You know, kind of taught you know um, what strength means and men can't have emotions or oh. stop crying about that don't you even get me started about like toxic masculinity and stuff like that that's crazy right <laughs> and it's just like maybe those tears maybe you acknowledging that emotion is facing it head on now if we were mm-hmm. to let's talk about like let's see um i don't know like a Let's say if the problem was a person and it's bothering you and you mm-hmm. and it's bullying you and you finally confront that problem and say, hey, I'm not okay. Stop doing right. this. You know, um, that's what those uncomfortable, those quote unquote weak emotions can be. You're facing something. Now, what society has taught, the social societal matrix has taught what strength is, it's pretty much just running away. Now, if mm-hmm. people... See, like running away from a person. There we go. Right, right. We'll use that. Right, we we'll use that other person as like symbolic. Now, if I go and ask a toxic masculinity male, and I'm not bashing, I'm just saying, you know, they've been yeah, someone that exhibits those traits, characteristics. Right. <laughs> I was like, now, if you ran away from someone bothering you, do you consider that strength? They're gonna say no, and I'm like, so why do that to the problems? What is really strength mm. here? what is really you know that's the thing and and that's also something like for me Mm -hmm. I love myself I am so glad now I was one of the people growing up because of all the abuse and stuff like that you know I was taught to hate myself I wasn't the lucky few that not lucky few I wasn't the lucky ones who was able to you know still receive love and heal from that you know what I mean right. For alone sure. like I was one of the ones that I hated myself so therefore I couldn't really love anyone because I right. ended up projecting that hate now I wanted love right I didn't know how to receive it I didn't know how to give it you know right. you never you never taught yeah and what yeah. I was taught love was it was just abuse you know understandable I yeah when I um um in uh, middle school, um, I wanted a boyfriend. And my mm-hmm. ideal relationship that I had played out in my head was us getting in arguments, you know, right. um, us ghosting <laughs> each other, but then coming back, you know, all these toxic things that I thought was love. 
they that was clearly not love um, yeah absolutely right you, so, it's like you you visualize like like in my personal experience like arguing and then eventually coming back together after arguing that's 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 what relationships are supposed to be like you right. kind of hate each other but you love each other at the same time so you argue 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 um and then eventually you come back together and what's and that's beautiful quote unquote right that's beautiful because you eventually persevere through the the fights and the screaming and the yelling to finally come back together in this unison and that's what relationships are supposed to be about which is I'd argued not. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Some people, that's their reality. I would even be vulnerable to say that, like, part of that dream was, it's okay if they hit me, you know? Like, oh my God, y'all, Julie, Julie's computer. What's happening? <laughs> okay, Julie's back. So, I would <laughs> dare to be vulnerable to say that, you know, um, in middle school, like, I also thought it was love, like, if a significant other put his hands on me, you know? Yep. That's how bad it was. That's how I was taught love was. And it's just like, clearly that was not love. Now, yeah, same same for me, except not with physical, like touching someone else. It was more of uh, just violence in general, like right. screaming and yelling, hitting walls, putting holes in a wall or throwing knives at each other. Like that's normal, totally normal. Right. right. Yeah. 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 And <clears throat> now I love myself. So, and I know how to love others, okay? Like, That's both beautiful. of the ones that I was um, with, and I've only been with two people, you know, they both said that they wanted to marry me. You know, and this is the thing. I don't blame them. <laughs> right, I've done so much healing, so much self-work, I'm still healing. Um, um, thank my higher powers have been helping me and healing me, and so like, um, it, make, it makes my heart warm hearing that. It really does. Yeah. And so... I love it. It makes sense that they want to marry me. Like, and I don't mean that in an arrogant way. Like, I am proud. Yeah. I came so far. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's just like, I love myself right now. However, I still want a romantic relationship. I still need a romantic relationship. That doesn't mean right. that I can't, you know, survive... <clears throat> without it it's just that like i i, I you're I, human I here. you know just because you can do something doesn't mean we have to i can survive. oh you sound like my my thousand i've heard that phrase from my therapist a thousand times yes. <laughs> and a lot of different things like yes, boundaries exactly. and stuff like that just because you can deal with it or because you can do it doesn't mean you should mm -hmm. right. that's a lot of things in life and i think we when it comes to uncomfortable taboo topics such as loneliness you know and I, I just think the societal matrix doesn't quite know how to understand it because all it does is was taught to run away from it you know mm -hmm. run away from those feelings so it's like they don't face it to learn it you know um the societal matrix there you go right that's like what we're taught as a whole and so mm -hmm. um that's the thing i was like i know i can be single i'm doing a damn good job single doesn't mean i have to you know right it's yeah. okay to lean on someone's heart, to have them lean Absolutely, on Absolutely, yeah. And last thing, and then I want to hear all of your perspectives. And th thank you, Julie, for letting me vent all this out so that I don't- Yeah, man, it. of course. No, oh, yeah. Go pop off, so I'm telling you, pop off. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here. You're teaching me things as I'm listening, so. Oh, we love it. 
can we learn from each other, Julie? I swear every episode <laughs> is just absolute fire. Um, there is someone, you know, that I open up about of how I genuinely feel and care about them. Right. And how I told them, I was like, honestly, I fell in love with you. You know, just straight hey. up. Now, period. Right? Um, <laughs> I will say this. I will say they're um, too scared um, of society to acknowledge that part of themselves. Right. That makes sense. Um, I've heard Understood. many quote unquote straight guys tell me there's something different about me. Like me. And I'm in my head like 98%, yeah, 98% of humanity is sexually fluid. Ask Sigmund Freud, um, mysterious state that, yeah, and I'm just Me and like, my girl talked about it a thousand times. Right. This straight people just swear straight up Straight identifying. Straight identifying. Yeah. Straight identifying, swear up and down, they ain't going nowhere else. Right. I'm just saying. Exactly. It just, this you know. Thing. It's like, it's, um, and it's like the societal matrix has taught people to suppress that part, you know, in themselves. And yes. um, now I'm going to be honest with you. I don't hate men anymore. I'm just going to be honest with you, but <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I, um, I'm I always glad. loved men. I feel like I'm that part. I feel like I'm that 2% of society that's not sexually fluid, which is a bummer because a lot of men get on my nerves, not all of them. Um, a lot of men get on my nerves too. <laughs> but you know, society is a, always been, unfortunately, the world has always been male run. Um, guess what though? I just now realized, I was like, yeah, it's been male run and it still is, unfortunately. And I'm not trying to be, um, I'm not trying to get political folks. I'm just saying it, I would love to see a world where everybody runs. Mm. You know, it's yeah, not people just... get so heated over it, but it's like if you look at stats, right? Look like, at statistics, it's just facts, look at it's not news facts. yeah, it's unfortunate yeah. facts, but yeah. And it seems like men, I think in male um, powers, um, always screwed over the women, but I was like, oh, seems like the male powers screwed over themselves a little bit more because I'm like, men are the ones that are taught. You can't be here. And that's, and that's literally what I have been trying to say to the men that, like, have told me, like, that, that society or that women are the reason for men's downfall, I guess. Like, not really in those quoted words, but kind of, like, just, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, but you have to understand that these societal norms and the patriarchy has been instilled by men. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't think anyone knows history that well. Like when I talk to them, anyone talks about, I'm like, you realize women did not have power. Right. Women had no say in a lot of things. Right. Men exactly. instilled these roles. So really like, excuse my language, but like y'all fucked yourselves. <laughs> it's vulnerability time, you know and, and I'm like, y'all fucked yourselves and you're upset at it for being like, oh, I have to be the breadwinner. I have to be the the man in the house that does the the the, the like handyman stuff, the right. the fixing and the this and the that. And I go, well, like, like you don't have to do that. Right. You don't right. have to do that. 
Because um, it's not like women had, women were, oh my God, Julie's, <laughs> Julie's thing. Okay. It, Julie's back. Okay. Hello. 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 So I'm like, back. Anyways, yeah. It's like, not like don't women have to do were that. even in the position of power to. To make these, if they make these ideologies a reality, exactly. right? Exactly. And so like when I tell men these things, they get butthurt and they, 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 kind of stay away from the subject and they're just like you know what? i don't even want to talk about it anymore let's not talk about it and i go okay well, that's fine if you don't want to talk that's anymore go right ahead honey but that's running away from the issues like you're running away from the issues exactly. um but yeah people get very sensitive like men get very sensitive on this topic when i talk about it and they're just like and they just kind of roll their eyes and look at me like oh such a f-, like she's a femme you know i don't want to say right, that put and, a that, label on it and then run away yeah. from it that's yeah, they're like, oh, she's just a fema bitch. I'm gonna replace the typical word for it, but she's a fema bitch. She's a, a like women empowerment type thing. Like, oh, you're just another feminist. And I just go, I mean, like, yeah, um, right, I'm not right. just I'm, I'm not just any other feminist, but I'm just a woman that's also advocating for women. Um, right. That's also the thing, Julie. It's yeah, like two things. One. <sighs> Speaking on that point of like women were the men saying women are the downfall, I'm like, well, I mean, no, because like if we look historically, we see all these wars are caused by who? Mm, period. Women. And whenever people say women can't be in places of power because they're too emotional, they're too this, they're too that, they can't make executive decisions, they can't yada yada, they're gonna incite this this and this and i go okay but every single war in history has been in like and started by men and i just don't understand what is not going through people's heads when i say these things like it's just and like maybe the people i work with and people i as like i are in my life uh it's just in one ear at the other (laughs) and a lot of the men in my life are just like it doesn't make any sense so i'm just not gonna pay any mind to it exactly and that's also the thing change comes with challenge. So we're seeing this challenge because society, the societal matrix is starting to change. And there's a lot of people that are now slowly starting to come out of the societal matrix. And so we're seeing that challenge because there's change happening. We're seeing that, guess what? There is men are not better than women. We are all just human. That's just yeah. what it is. They're human just, beings, there are human beings that are better than other human beings. That's just how right, exactly. the world works. Like, uh, it's just, it's crazy when I've talked about like, um, not to get too political, but like about uh, like trans, yeah, like trans rights and things like that. Like mm-hmm. I had a topic, this is a, a conversation I had like months ago, almost a year ago, actually. I can't remember how long it's been, it's been a long time. Um, but we talked about how uh, trans individuals should not be able to participate in s- certain sports because mm-hmm. of the advantages or disadvantages they would have in that gender normative sport. Right, like how trans women should not be able to uh, play in in a women's league sports, right? Because of the potential, uh, you know, advantages they might have from being previously a man, right? Um, and I I argued with argued discussed <laughs> uh, with a friend how I kind of disagree with how they shouldn't. I like I feel like they should, um, and they go well they'll have this. I'm like that like you have disadvantages everywhere, 
right? I was like, a male swimmer cannot compete with like Michael Phelps, right? You know, um, Michael Phelps is his own like he's just just an amazing human being with like all these different like they they did they did tests on this guy of how he like just has all these different things that make him a better swimmer. Right, my ex-husband. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's my ex-husband. Oh, your ex-husband? Oh, who's your current husband? Ryan Locks. Mm. I can't even I love say it. his name right. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Locks. That's like something like uh, uh, nah, I thought it was Knox. <laughs> I don't. I don't know either. But yeah, so it's just like it's like yeah, that's he's a man competing in a like a male league. Yeah. Just because he's better at a man doesn't mean that like you know what I mean. Um, it's like that. Like I don't like that argument. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's like yeah. you you could. So it just they're like it's an unfair advantage. I'm like well then it's an unfair advantage to compare a male that scientifically um, dominates the sport because of his like physiological attributes right. and a male that or a guy that is not does not have the physiological attribute but they still compete in the same level. Right, right. So yeah, it just, yeah. like, that argument is invalid to me, and I don't, like, it just, it irks me when people say these things. It's like, you just don't want to get these person their rights. That's just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, two things yeah. that you made me think about. One, um, I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one I forgot to mention, going back to the... Oh, my God, Julie's camera. I mean, Julie's connections <laughs> look at us both posing look at us we were both posing it's gonna be a pattern it's gonna be a pattern okay julie's back <laughs> Julie, julie's back are the technical difficulties are strategic there we go yeah we we, we planned this we totally planned yeah, this strategic. absolutely planned but going back to the male of uh, the humans being sexually fluid um um well i guess i have three things so one, sexual um, orientation labels never existed. That is literally a modern age concept um, that never existed back then. Yes. Most of human history never had those labels. So part of the modern societal, or what well, we're breaking out of the, but the older generation social matrix, which is trying to grip um, our generation. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> They put those in place. It's a great separation method. Um, but also, um, male fluidity, male sexual fluidity, I'm just like, get them drunk and they won't be suppressing a lot of things. I was just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm, they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. be a little. I've mentioned it to the, the guys at my job and people that like I've associated myself with in society. And they, I just go, you know, a lot of things that, guys do are very homoerotic and they and they and they just don't they don't i don't say they don't get it i think they do they just don't want to accept it right like so something that i talk about i like it's easy example is just sports like the homoeroticism that is intertwined with like male sports um, every time I mention it, they just go, you're just another gay person trying to, like, invoke the, the gay agenda on us, and we're not gay. And I go, even if you were, nothing's wrong with it, number one. Right. Number two, like, you just, like, you, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's something so wrong with it. 
I'm like, just right, just exactly. let it be, honey. Just, just let it like, be. It's a little homoerotic, and that's okay. Like, just right. let it be, honey. Like, why are you so butthurt <laughs> right. by it? I think they're scared of society react or their family's reaction. I also think that they're that they're scared of themselves. You know, people have to realize that, like, if someone, which was a lot of people. If there was a relationship where it was two people of the same, you know, like sex back then, like back then, even in the normal days, whatever, like it would, yeah. it would be, it's normal. No one would like look at you up and down. It's just, it's yeah. Normal. There society. was there there was that uh the philosophy of bushido in like Japanese mm-hmm. samurai culture, um, where like you were very dedicated to your samurai brethren, right? And there was I can't remember the I can't remember the, the the book or the author that wrote about this, but it the principles of like bushido and um, like the samurai brethren code was very very like if you look at all the their principles and things like that, very similar to just like manly love yeah, and exactly. like homo eroticism. And nothing's wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But but with this modern day like stigmatism of like. Homosexual, like homophobia, because uh, that's what it is, just homophobia, right. internalized homophobia. Uh, people Ooh. get bothered. Mm. Mm. <laughs> me and my friends have been talking, me and my, me, me and one of my gay besties, we've been talking about this, uh, the internalized homophobia. Uh, but like, it's it's just like they are, they are in huge denial of the homoeroticism. I'm like, it's okay to be somewhat in love with your like that's male coworker. So it's okay, I get it. So many I get it. are like missing out on the happiest, the, the best person for their heart. Because, I get it. you know, it's like this one guy, like <laughs> he's missing out on, he knows me, like he wants to. But that's the thing, I learned it's toxic if I keep trying to beat a horse. Like if I bring the horse to the water and Can't make it drink, drink. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like it has to drink on its own because <clears throat> I'm not gonna hurt myself um, any more that I already have by just being vulnerable with this person. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna hurt myself. You know what I mean? I yeah, like, for someone that's emotionally unavailable for you, right? Right. I'm all, <laughs> well, he's emotionally available. He's just, mm-hmm. a, his family is religious. Ah, uh, I see. You know, and they don't judge gay people. Um, he just doesn't know how they're going to react if he tells them, I kind of like a guy. I never liked a guy right. before. But the thing yes. <clears throat> um, I also want to mention this really quick. So I noticed that on my analytics that Women have increased in the analytics of the podcast and men have decreased. Really? Wow. I just want to say this to every male listening, if you're still listening, if you're experiencing uncomfort, it's okay to un- and it's okay to investigate that uncomfort just in general. Like yeah. when we're triggered or uncomfortable, and I'm talking everybody, mm-hmm. maybe it's part of our healing process to investigate that uncomfort. Yeah. Why are you? My therapist does a really good job of that um, in our work together um, with my time with her. She, anytime I express any kind of discomfort or any like anger or sadness or anxiety, uh, she goes, "Where does that? Where does that discomfort come from? Why does it bother you so much? 
where in your growth as a child to an adult where does that stem from and it's like things that i like write down after my sessions i go where does it come from where you know why does this bother me so much and then you kind of get to the root of the problem eventually <laughs> it may not be right away but eventually you get there and it, it it's 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 liberating right um understanding where it comes from and then you girlfriend i got four more minutes because i have an assignment book review scholarly book review that i have to finish and i i barely started oh my god what is happening with the technical difficult <laughs> oh now we're back okay so i got four <laughs> more minutes because this thing is due in a couple hours and i barely did anything on it Okay. I feel that. Julie, you're a mess. I love you. Okay, so we're going to need to plan a part two because there's something I wanted to mention. And I also wanted to Definitely. hear just all of your perspectives on literally what I, I got just you. said. Um, okay. Um, what I'm going to do, Julie, is um, I'm going to send this to you through Google Drive. And okay. you're going to have to pick the sound bite. There's, I knew your episode would be fire, so it's going to be hard for me to pick a sound bite because there's so many things that are so good. And it's just like, I'm going to sit there struggling and being in, like, <laughs> being indecisive. I was like, which one? Like, when I go to the restaurant and, like, all of this food is good and I just, it just doesn't help me because I'm just like, I want it all, but I know I can't get it all. So I'm just yeah. like, yeah. You know I got I mean? you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to send it to you like right now. Um, if you have 48 minutes and 12 seconds to listen to it yeah. um, right after this, please do. Because I want to post your advertisement soundbite immediately on my Instagram cool. story, you know, as a coming soon thing, because there have been multiple people asking for you to come back on the podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank them. Okay. Thank them too. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Uh, uh, folks, uh, we'll be back for, uh, part two and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm excited. All right. All right. Bye.